Sirah, a biography of Muhammad, the last messenger of Allah, written by Professor Dr. Safwat Khalilovich. Chapter 6 The World and Arabia Before Islam Geopolitical and Religious Situation Scholars often point out that history of mankind is but a succession of events, causes, and consequences. To understand the times and the circumstances in the Arabian Pensilia, before Allah's Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, appeared on the skin, we should learn about its most important neighbors. In the 6th century of the Common Era, the Arabian Pensilia was surrounded by two great empires, the Byzantine Empire and the Persian Empire. As a matter of fact, Byzantium and Persia were the two leading world powers at that time. In the 6th century, the competition between the Eastern and the Western Roman empires was intensified. Rome, which had ruled the West as far as Gaul and England for a long time, and which looked proudly back to the age of Julius Caesar, gradually started losing its glory, whereas the glory of Byzantium, the Eastern Roman Empire, was increasing. After the decline of Roman power following the raids of the Vandals and their conquest of Rome in 476 CE, Byzantium became the only successor of the wide Roman world. Naturally, these significant events were not without influence on Christianity, which began to divide into various sects, and every sect began in turn to divide into factions, each of which held a different opinion concerning the religion and its principles and foundations. In the absence of commonly held principles owing to which these differences might have been reconciled, the various sects became antagonistic toward one another. This led to prejudice antagonism and many conflicts. Some of the sects denied that Jesus, peace be upon him, ever had a body other than a ghostly shadow by which he appeared to men. Others regarded the person and soul of Jesus as related to each other with such extraordinary tries that only the most fastidious imagination could grasp what they meant. While some worshipped Mary, Maryam, peace be upon her, others denied that she remained a virgin after the birth of Jesus. Religious disputes were very common and only deepened the gap between followers of different Christian sects. One of the monks of the church wrote describing the situation of his day. The city and all its precincts were full of controversy in the marketplace, in the shops of apparel, at the changers, in the grocery stores. You ask for a piece of gold to be changed at the changers, and you find yourself questioned about that which in the person of Jesus was created, and that which was not created. You stop at the bakery to buy a loaf of bread, and ask concerning the price, only to find the baker answer. Will you agree that the Father is greater than the Son, and the Son is subordinate to the Father? You ask your servant about your bath, whether or not the water is warm and your servant answers you. 
The sun was created from nothing. However, the decay which befell Christianity and caused it to split into factions and sects did not shake the political foundations of the Byzantine Empire. In the 6th century, Byzantium ruled the territories of modern Syria, Jordan, and Palestine. That is the territories in the northern and northwestern parts of the Arabian Peninsula. The Byzantine rule also extended to the North Africa, where Egypt occupied prominent position, and to some parts of the East Africa, such as Abyssinia, modern Eritrea, and parts of Ethiopia. Abyssinia, the land of an ancient civilization sized from Arab the fertile province of Yemen. In the year when Muhammad, peace be upon him, was born, Abyssinians, who were Christians, set off on a campaign against Mecca, with their minds set on destroying the Kaaba. But as the Quran reads, God sent ranks of birds against them, pelting them with pellets of hard-baked clay, and thus they were destroyed. That year was named the year of the elephant, and Arabs used to calculate time in terms of that event. The other great Arabian neighbor was Persia, Arabic, Faris. Its rule stretched in vast territories, northeast of the Arabian Pansyria. Persia waged long and exhausting wars against Byzantium. The official religion in Persia was Mastism, also called Zoroastrianism, of fire worship. Like Christianity in the Byzantine Empire, so was Zoroastrianism in Persia in the stage of decay. Although the fire worship continued to give the various faction a semblance of unity, the religion and its followers divide into sects which contend with one another, apparently unaffected by the religious controversy around the divine personifications and the meanings behind them. The political structure of the country remained strong. All sects sought protection of the Persian emperor, and he gave it to them, if only to increase his power, and used to them, one against the other, whenever he wanted to make a political gain, or prevent any one sect from becoming too strong. One indication of the prevailing moral decay in Persia of that time is the fact that the Mazdaism founder Mazdak had the nerve to tell before the complete court in Tarij that the impress did not belong to her imperial husband, since every man was entitled to every woman. The impress include. This statement did not embarrass the empress or make the emperor jealous. The situation in other parts of the world was not any better either. Chinese civilization reached its peak in the era of Confucius, Kung Fu Tzu, 551-479 BCE. In general, chaos and decadence reigned there on the eve of the rise of Islam. The Confucian state system was disintegrating, and Buddhism, which had come from India, added even more to the general turmoil in China.
Eskern to the throne by any of the three dynasties, Wei, Wu, and Shu, prompted fratricidal wars. The situation in the Indian subcontinent was equally unsatisfactory. The Hindu society reached a troublesome state with its system of castes and the principle of not mixing with non-Aryans, the admiration for phenomen rather than for the creator of the phenomen, which resulted in the number of gods exceeding the number of adorers. There were nearly 400 million gods in the Indian pantheon. The teaching of forgoing the world as the only way of attaining perfection and the belief in transmigration of souls that leads to the voluntary submission of lower castes to their cruel destiny. Therefore, generally speaking, the whole humankind was in a difficult condition and needed a new leadership and a religion that would take it to the proper path and enable a harmonious and positive development of both the material and the spiritual dimension of human being.